Okay, this is going to be kind of a different podcast, guys. It's uh, We have a YouTube series going on right now, a DIY YouTube series. It's about a six-part video series, isn't it? Yeah, about six, yeah, yeah. six videos. And um, anyway, we cover all sorts of gamuts from just getting your tags clear up until putting your meat in the freezer, pretty much. The, the one to a hundred, how to go out and shoot an elk. Yes, it's basically elk hunting, you know, Elementary school, if El- you will. Elementary elk hunting. Yes. Um, but everything from, you know, video one. If you're listening to this, you you probably listened to video one already. This is video two, and then we'll be having three, four, five, and six coming on the way. And and you can find all those on our YouTube series. Just yes. go to Born and Raised Outdoors on our YouTube channel, and um, all, those will be, all those will be right there ready for you. And you can find this podcast on there. So I just listened to it later on, and I thought, you know, that would be some useful information for a lot of people, hopefully. Um, that just, you know, driving to work in your car. It's uh, We're going to cover everything gear-related. And I'm not saying everything uh, from start to finish, but I was just – we covered the things that were really pertinent to us that uh, – a lot of things that we just don't like to do without at all on the, um, on the idea of gear. So, anyway, hope you guys like this podcast, and uh, please leave a comment below if you do. That would be awesome, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, we're going to keep bringing these at you. So. Yeah, and just real quick, like what they can find on like each of the videos is like one's talking about units specifically, and if you go to the YouTube channel, you can actually see us dive in through Go Hunt and break down the things that were the tabs we're clicking on to select a unit, as well as Onyx, the sponsor of this podcast and us breaking down how we find areas within those units via Onyx. So there's a lot of valuable information there um, that you guys should definitely check out on the YouTube channel. Thank you guys and I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Born and Raised Audio Experience. Presented by Onyx. Four here of our everything elk DIY OTC whatever that uh, we're just trying to get everything baseline covered for you guys out there planning for your first hunt or maybe your first out-of-state hunt so um, with that we want to give back right now is going on the land of the freebies 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 yes so to celebrate 4th of July if you spend 59 bucks on our website we're gonna give you a free land of the free hat two free koozies um, I'm supposed to sign something. You're supposed to sign something. Yeah. Oh Autograph, gosh. photo, and uh, also oh free decal. So that value package is thousand dollars, million dollars worth worth that. So yeah, land of the freebies ends on July 15th at 11:59. So that's the cutoff. Uh, it's just our way of giving back to you guys for all your support. So uh, make sure to jump on the website, grab some calls or whatever you need for season for the hunt. And uh, we're going to be giving back. So. Thank you for your support, guys. Appreciate it. We really, really thank you. So let's go through some stuff. We're going to talk. T- today's video is on gear. Gear. Gear related. And we, we've we been arguing. And it's not an argument, actually. But we've been talking. And it's like, okay, what gear do you need? Like the necessities that you need to come out west and kill an elk of your dreams. And it's not a knife i mean everybody has a sharp knife we're gonna we want to base it down to what we need yeah basically the necessities and so we've talked you know in in the prior videos on hunt style and how you're going to do it specifically we're going to talk about a backpack hunt if you've never been out west and you're you're going on your first elk hunt and you're like i'm going on a bivy hunt 
what do I need? First and foremost, I, I would say boots. I, we, we go back and forth about all of this stuff and I would say, so what we're talking about when, when we talk about needs is we talk about what's gonna keep you out there longer, what's gonna keep you more comfortable and what's gonna keep you elk hunting for the seven to 10 days that you have allotted that you've taken off work to go kill a bull or a cow or a spike elk. Yep. And we would, I, I would say boots. right off the bat, if your feet are killing you, if you have blisters, if uh, whatever it may be, that is gonna stop your hunt. So you need comfortable boots. These are dirty as heck. Uh, these are the, uh, what are those? Crispy Nevadas, these yes. are the Nevadas. Um, but boots are a big deal, a huge deal. You've gotta have uh, good equipment that you go with and dry, it starts from yeah, the ground up. Dry feet, so, and a lot of what people ask what boots are good for me. Feet are the hardest thing to say, this is a pair of boots that works well. Um, unfortunately, it's gonna be one of those, um, if, if you don't have a local shop to, that you can get fitted for a pair of boots, order a pair of boots online, wear them around in the house. If they work, great. If not, you can send them back. So we all wear different kinds. Cody's got the, uh, are these they? are summits, summits, uh, yeah. it's a go to pair. So uh, we all wear different kinds of boots. Yep. It's just figure out what fits you the best. And, and I have long them. lanky weird feet with very weird. weird. Yep. Very so weird. That's, that's the number one in my book, Cody. Number um, two. man, so tough. Sleep system is gonna be pretty critical. Um, if you're doing an overnight, so your shelter and sleeping bag and sleeping pad can either make or break. And uh, you know, cause a long day's hunt, if you do not sleep good at night, you're not gonna wanna if go. You do enough. not have a leopard skin pillow, do not come out west, bottom line. Bottom line. There is that. You're the one and only elk hunter in the West with a leopard just, skin pillow. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was courtesy of Trevor last year yeah, at 2.0. Yeah. So I have uh, my, my bag that I just started to use this year. I'm a bigger guy and I don't, Cody does the I've got an quilt system. Yep, I've got a quilt. I like a sleeping bag. I like something as big as I can get it. This thing is ginormous. I love it so far. I uh, haven't had any issues with it. This is the Stone Glacier. Weston? 15 degree. 15 degree. Yep. Chill coot. So it's Stone Glacier so. Chill coot, 15 degree down bag. Um, and this is a little bit more of a square finish. If you guys go to Go Hunt to the gear shop, you can buy it there. You actually get points back. So if you're a Go Hunt member, um, if you like right now they have that free trial, you can go to gohunt.com forward slash BRO and get on a three. 30-day trial. If you continue that membership, you get points back when you make the purchase. So, and that too, as you as we go through this whole, uh, what do you want to call it, movie series, series video series, yeah. whatever, it's gonna you're gonna follow us along through a lot of the things that we're gonna do. We're gonna cover some serious things coming up on some future videos. Uh, you saw the videos past with like Steve, he talked about unit and he talked about how he researches units and does all that. It's, it's, it's all in there. It's a great so, tool. So, great um, tool. And it's cool to get basically points back and those points are worth a dollar. You get money back and you buy gear. So thing that goes with the sleeping bag is the pad. Cody, what'd you get me? Um, that one's an REI. I've got a Sea to Summit Comfort Plus. Um, and those, those pads, the insulation factor is one to look at. Look for an R value at least three or better. And then thickness, all of them seem to pretty much be fairly durable nowadays. Um, like I said, Sea to Summit's been my favorite pad that I've ran so far. 
Tan, so yeah, so we broke it down into comfort zones, right? So we broke it down to what is gonna keep you out in the woods longer. We talked about boots, we talked about sleeping arrangements, and then the other thing is your shelter. So when you're, when you're hunting at 10,000 feet or whatever you might be in Colorado, Wyoming, wherever you might be, uh, your shelter is a big deal because rain comes up right now. I mean, it just, there's no, it's sunny and sunny and sunny, and then it's thunder and lightning and raining for an hour and a half, and you never know when that's yeah. gonna happen. Yep, so having a good, good shelter. Um, there's some great options out there. Trent runs a big Agnes Copper Spur UL2. It's a two-man tent. Um, but he doesn't let anybody sleep in there. Absolutely not, absolutely and no not. no one wants to the way he snores, but um, that's got a dual vestibule, it's a great tent. For years I ran a Marmot EOS 1. They replaced that, I think updated the name on it, but it's a one man side entry tent and it's fairly inexpensive, I think like 179 bucks. It's a great option out there as well. That's a freestanding tent. And then I've been running a tarp, a Jimmy tarp, Granite Mountain, and it's uh, basically you can sleep two guys in it. I've uh, put one guy in a lot of room for gear. It goes with a trekking pole support and nine stakes. So this year I'm kind of, I don't know, at Hoodoo the other day. <laughs> this is hard for me to say. Okay, this is this is hard for me to say, but I'm gonna try the Jimmy tarp. He's got a he's got actually a tent design. It's floorless, so. Ee. But at the same time, I told him I would try it out. So, so that's what I'm gonna try. I don't have one here. I don't even have one in, in stock. He's supposed to, he's supposed to get back with me on that, and we'll we'll see about that. Jimmy, you need you need to get a get a hold of me. So hold yeah, me. the the tarp system works really well. I run a bivy sack inside of with my sleeping bag because uh, it is a floorless setup and um, it works really well. We covered some things like our must-haves, and we covered boots, we covered tents, we covered shelters. These are the things that are outside that realm just a little bit, I would say. And um, not you have to have guaranteed, but at the same time, they're definitely items that we use every single day. I would say my next item would be this, would be my phone, Onyx on my phone, it, um, it's an easy app to download and it can tell me exactly where I'm going. Being safe out in the woods, honestly, I've been lost. I got lost in Colorado. I even, I've been out in the woods for all my life and I just got kind of turned around and I had to find the right trailhead and oh, I ended up packing meat. Yeah, yeah, and I ended up running a long ways that day yeah. just to kind of hook back up with you guys. But, um, but yeah, Onyx just, um, it's a huge tool that we use. Uh, I'd say it's a yeah, must 100%. have. Yeah, 100%. And it, it's or if have. you have a GPS you're really comfortable with, we've used GPS for a lot of years with the Onyx chip. Yeah. Um, we've since gone just to our cell phones and have had a, a great experience with navigation safety and all that. Um, what would be yours? Man, honestly, for me, yeah. um, it's going to be a pack. Um, having a comfortable pack that you can carry a load in. Um, you know, we run Exos. This last year, I ran a prototype 3000 that they're not doing, but better yet, um, this is the 4800. This is a prototype of ours that's gonna be launching um, July, mid-July and uh, shipping in August. So this is a 4800. We added some custom things to it with uh, some zippered pockets instead of a, a normal drop-in pocket. And really, really excited to finally have Born and Race Edition pack. The awesome. biggest thing for us is carrying your camp, all your gear, and when you kill something, the ability to 
loadout meat and haul meat in one trip. So this pack will do it. There's several others on the market, but we've found this has been the most comfortable pack that uh, for us works great. Don't let this stop you from not going. No. That's kind of this whole no. video series. This, these are must have as far as gear, but this, if you have a different brand pack or anything like that, go use it and put the time in and put the experience in to win then you can feel justified when you want to spend the money on the gear that you want. So um, I, I just, I, I, I want to preface that, that don't let some of these, these items stop you from going, so. Yes, don't let it hang you up because I don't have beef stroganoff mountain house. Although you should probably get it, you don't have it. Don't let that stop you. That was just another comfort item. Everybody's gonna have a bow this time of year. We just threw this up here because it's just some of the stuff that, yes, you have to have, be dialed in your equipment, be um, fluent in what you're doing because that's at the end result, that's what you're going for. But my next big comfort item would be, to kill an elk would be this. It would be a bugle and it would be reeds, honestly. If we didn't have that, and if you've watched any of our videos in the past and all the stuff that we've done, if we didn't have a bugle tube and a reed, we, for our style of hunting, no. we would be dead in the water. For We'd sure. be dead in the water. So, yeah, of all the elk that we've actually been fortunate enough and blessed enough to harvest, we have called in 99.6% of them, mm -hmm. I believe. Yep. So, anyway, um, calls and, and uh, beagle tubes are a must, I would say, for my next, my next yep. adventure. Uh, for us, th and this is really a must-have, um, not that you have to have this exact system, but a water filtration system. Um, Sawyer squeeze filter, I've been using it, I think Spec showed me this back in like 2009, somewhere in that era, 2010. Um, and super inexpensive. Yeah, you can that's find my it. Thing. That's my thing about it, yeah. is you can find it at Walmart, you can find it anywhere. It's not like you gotta go to the, the pro shop to get yep. it. I think they're like 30 or 40 bucks for a squeeze filter. The way we set them up, I run a platypus uh, two liter plus type bag. Um, and then basically you collect your dirty water in here. Water, that's just the water that you're gonna collect yep. from any stream or whatnot. Yeah, unfiltered water. Unfiltered water, water yep. you call it. We just call it a dirty water. bag. Um, and then I run it with a quick release. Works really simple. So then this water drains through through the filter and goes into right into his pack yep and so i run a three liter platypus works really well this also will work as a gravity filter so at night you've got a dirty water just clip that up hold that up and uh all your water's clean in the morning so but safety of this you know there's definitely some other things out there steri pen people use just the iodine tablets with the neutralizer um i always carry some iodine tablets um, if this was to freeze up, I've never had this fail on me, but just as a backup. So, dirty water is critical um, just for safety and everything else. So, that is one, if you're doing a backpack hunt, be prepared to filter water. Boom. All right, so my next piece of equipment that you have to have. Why are we all out there? Why are we all doing this, breaking our backs and everything for our families? Yes, because we kind of enjoy it, but at the same time, it's for the meat, guys. It is for the meat. And this is what we need to hold the highest of precedence. So we really, really take uh, just a hierarchy on our meat. And game bags, first thing. When you get that meat off the bone, the first thing that you need to start is the cooling process. 
and that is started by good game bags. You want to keep out the flies, you want to keep out the bacteria, and you still want those, to, the hams, the quarters, the raw meat, the boned out meat, you still want that to have air around it, you still want it to get that crust on it. So game bags are a must, you can't just, High you may see on some videos they just hot, hack off a ham and hang it in a tree. We've never yeah. and ever high done quality that. game bags too. There's some uh, yes. some stuff that are like cheesecloth type. We those will fail. You'll get fly blow. You will lose meat. So yeah. a high quality uh, good game bags. There may or may not be something coming from us shortly about yeah, that. We're working on something, guys. It's, it's, it's For us, there's not a perfect solution out there, and we're working on that. So Yeah, taking it next level. But anyway, meat preparation is key. Make sure you have that in your pack when you head out that morning. Every single time. You have to have that. If your meat spoils at the end of the day, you're going to feel terrible. We've talked on some musts. We've gone through and done a complete clothing video, um, so we won't spend too much. We'll put the link in the description to that. Um, but the one thing that we would stress on clothing for us, merino wool is a game changer if you're doing multi-day hunts um, for a base layer. So right here, this is a go-to. I wear a Merino Wick 150 hoodie. First light. First light. First light. Trent runs the... Uh, Short sleeve, yeah, the crew, crew. I think crew, One, yeah, the, it's wick, the wick, yeah, the wick crew, 150 weight uh, merino, and then uh, obsidian pants or those corget guide pants. So the basically that's on us all the time. Not a lot of mid weight stuff, but if I do, it's a Klamath. Um, they're grid fleece synthetic, so that's just big. Yep, in case it gets too cold. Yeah, too cold, and then a puffy. So. But we've covered all that, like I said, links in the description of our full gear kit up on uh, First Light and our clothing. The other thing that uh, I would highly encourage, if you're making the trek out of state, long trip, don't just show up with a quiver of arrows and go, okay, I've got my six arrows for the season, I feel good about it. Granted, you should have the confidence in your equipment, but... Um, <laughs> this would be Cody's want. This yeah. would be it. I always take arrow case. Holy moly loaded up so um i usually at least take a dozen broadheads and arrows so that being said during the day we, we're shooting all the time i mean yeah you see a leaf out there you put on your arrow and it could blow up obviously but you go okay that leaf and you, we're always shooting it's not like we just get ready for season and we stop we shoot every single day so in the field i always carry a judo point in my quiver Yep. Um, any on multi-day hunts, I never pack another air, other arrows, but I have a seven arrow quiver. Um, so I've always had a judo point. I always take a spare judo point as well, because if I break the judo point, but the arrow is still good. Grouse are good. Yep, grouse are good and good practice to shoot at. So uh, we'll, we've talked more on what arrows and setups we've got. We've actually got a broadhead video that's coming up that we're testing how many different broadheads? It's, uh, pretty much, it's like 50. 50 broadheads. Oh, okay, that seems uh, excessive. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna shoot them all on our day six arrows, and I'm pretty excited to kind of share that with you. That's coming up next week after this video series wraps up. But I would definitely encourage you if you're traveling out of state, have an arrow case. They're fairly inexpensive. This stays in your truck, um, so you go on a four day hunt and you have an opportunity and you hit a branch, you can restock your quiver and uh, be rocking and rolling. So, 
So we covered a bunch of things today. Some of the things we didn't cover that you're going right now, looking at the TV going, why didn't they say that? Well, it's because it wasn't in our, in our must-have category. Um, another thing and not my must-have category that I've learned to love lately is trekking poles. These things, I mean, on a pack out, you won't ever see me like hunting them initially when I actually have my bow in my hand when I'm shooter, but when there's any pack out opportunity, these things are a lifesaver. So it's just another thing that's just down the line of stuff that you could possibly have. You could fill that pack full, and I'm sure a lot of people do. We didn't mention cordage. We didn't mention tenacious tape. We didn't mention, what's the tape when you get blisters? Luco. Luco tape. We didn't mention a ton of stuff. Lighters, always carry a lighter with you. I mean, all this stuff that in our, in our face paint, stuff like that. We didn't mention a ton of stuff, but we just kind of went over the must-haves. Knife sharpener. The whole deal. Yep, all that. We uh, put the link in the description below on our, our full gear dump. Um, you know, we all run jet boil stoves, uh, optics. You know, another thing, rangefinder is key for a lot of people. Yep. It, it, I mean, key, I would say for everybody yep. going out and always check your ranges before you're in a setup or, or whatever. We, all these things that, you know, there's, we could get into it, I mean, deeper than we could go real thick in the woods right now. But at the same time, we wanted to cover stuff that you guys don't let stuff be a hindrance for you to come out and go chase elk. You don't have to have all this stuff. We just wanted to cover the stuff that actually really, really makes a difference to us to keep us out longer in the woods because we do it for That's, a lot of time. The main objective is that comfort and the endurance side. Correct. Of it. But um, just get out there. That's the range finder is pretty critical. <laughs> get out there. Get out there. Get out there and and go do it and go do something new. It was cool this morning. I got an email from a guy and it was like a 20 page email and he had his phone number at the bottom. And I'm like, I just called him up and he was like, oh my goodness. And so we talked for about 15 minutes. I'm not saying don't email with your phone number, but at the same time, it was cool. And he's coming out with his wife for the first time. They just started gaining points. He says, we just got on this. We want to come out west. And he's like, but at the same time, he goes. I just realized if I'm gonna gain points, what good does it do me to have all these points if I don't go Never learn how to do it? Yep. So he's coming out to Colorado this next year. Mark, good luck. And um, it, it just, one of those things where it's just like, you know, don't, don't let anything hold you back. Go do it, go go do it. We, you can do anything that we've, that you've ever seen us do on film. Yeah, and 100%, and if you don't have the overnight tent, you don't have the, the packable sleeping bag, come out, day hunt, hunt from your truck, hunt cover your the truck. ground. Do, do the things you need to do to go out and get experience and then build build from there. So this, for us, we've backpack hunted. Um, I mean, my first trip, I was 12 years old with my dad, overnight backpack trip. And so it's been a long process to get to this point with my gear. And uh, like I said, just go hunt elk. Don't let anything stop you.